For the past few Sundays, we've been hearing from the letter of St. James, which was written to first century Catholics. James was one of the most practical of the apostles. His letter is direct and stark, kind of in your face, not some kind of abstract pie-in-the-sky theological treatise. In today's passage, he puts before us two contrasting ways to live life, the way of wisdom and the way of passion, hoping to motivate us to renew our choice for the better way. Let's take a look at these two ways. The first is the way of wisdom. St. James specifies that this wisdom is not just worldly wisdom, not just the street smarts of a clever criminal or a greedy business tycoon. No, this wisdom is from above. It is a share in God's own vision of life. And when we follow this vision, St. James explains, we experience righteousness and peace. Righteousness means a right relationship with God and peace means a right relationship with the world and the people around us. These right relationships are what give our lives the meaning, the creativity, the fruitfulness, and the fulfillment that we all desire. St. James is so convinced about this way of wisdom that he uses eight separate terms to try to describe it. Each of them reveals a different aspect of the beauty and power of God's wisdom. For example, he tells us that true wisdom is without inconstancy. The Greek word he used literally means undivided. It is a quality of a person who can think clearly, make firm and prudent decisions, and then follow through with them. We all know people who are just the opposite. Someone who can never make up their mind, can never stick to anything. We might call this wishy-washy. This trait holds us back from living our full potential. It makes us hesitant and passive. We feel like life is passing us by. But this wisdom from above saves us from being wishy-washy. It strengthens us, fills our spiritual gas tank, as it were. It gives us clarity of vision, courage, and healthy self-confidence. It frees us from vacillation and victimhood and empowers us to make a positive difference in the world. But what is the second way that St. James identifies is the way of passions. What St. James means by passions are self-centered desires, whether for pleasure, power, or popularity. In result of letting these desires rule our life, the exact opposite of the result given by true wisdom. Instead of peace and fulfillment, it leads to wars and battles. And if we translate the Greek literally, it makes perfect sense. If our dominant desire is to make money, maximize our pleasure, or climb the ladder of success, we will necessarily see other people not as neighbors and fellow travelers, not brothers and sisters in Christ, but instead as potential competitors or obstacles. And if we are slaves of selfish passions, we will not hesitate to eliminate any obstacle to their fulfillment. The result, backstabbing literally and figuratively, slander, deception, manipulation, wars and battles. This is the atmosphere created when we allow ourselves to be enslaved by self-centered desires. So today, the church is putting forth before us two ways. The ways of wisdom, which leads to righteousness and peace, and the way of self-centered passion, which leads to passing pleasures accompanied by destruction 
disorder, and every foul practice. But isn't this kind of a useless reminder? After all, we are here today because we all believe in Jesus Christ and are doing our best to follow him faithfully, to live by wisdom and not by passion, right? St. James didn't think so. He was writing to mass-going Catholics just like us. And yet, the Holy Spirit inspired him to deal with this uncomfortable topic head-on. We are all still sinners, engaged in spiritual warfare, surrounded by temptations. We need reminders, even when they make us uncomfortable. But in this Mass, and in every Mass and every sacrament, we are doubly blessed because we don't just receive a reminder about the path we should be following in life, we also receive divine strength to stay on that path or to get back onto it. In the celebration of the Eucharist, Christ himself, the very source of all wisdom from above, comes anew into our presence, our lives, and our community. Let's welcome him with open, grateful hearts and renew our commitment to be his faithful friends promising to take whatever steps are necessary to build our lives on the wisdom from above.